0: Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here. This is the KLP Aftermath with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting podcast streaming on Swanky 93.3, D radio station. And also, ladies and gentlemen, also streaming on Emory 94.6, the radio station. You guys have been enjoying the newest era of podcasting when it comes to KLP Aftermath with not only our virtual set here we have here, but also for the radio station of Emory ninety four point six, we have a total and get this, y'all, sixteen over sixteen hundred followers on our Instagram. So if you are if you haven't followed us yet, what are you waiting for? Follow us right now on Emory Radio One. That is the Emory's uh, our Emory radio station uh, Instagram account. All you gotta do is just go to your Instagram. Type in Emory Radio One, all one word. We're there. You guys can follow us there. And also, we promoted this thing today, ladies and gentlemen. The people of Emory Systems, whether it's Emory Healthcare, Emory University, or Oxford College of Emory uh, University, if you have something going on around your organization and you want us, Emory Radio, here to shout it out for you guys, all you have to do is just send that notification. Uh, DM us so that way you can see that we've done some uh, some promotion for you for free. Um, we want to make sure that we're giving that to our community. Hence the purpose of our radio station. And we also want to uh, branch out. We want to reach out to a lot of uh, Emory uh, Eagleness or Emory, Emory Knights, whatever we want to call it. Um, we want to reach out to everybody that's a part of Emory Systems and to really uh, spread the word what we got going on for Emory, whether it's the universities, whether it's the medical center at, in, in Atlanta, whether it's the college, whether it's healthcare, whatever you're doing. If you're a part of Emory, all you have to do is, number one, follow us on Emory Radio 1 on our Instagram. DM us to let us know what you got going on around your organization because we want to shout it out. We really do want to shout it out here in the studio. We want to shout it out here at uh, Emory Radio. We just want to get on, down to it. So, of course, another grand spaking day for a podcast here. Hopefully, you guys are having a fantastic Wednesday. Happy hump day. We're getting closer to Thanksgiving. Um, I, I know I say that a lot in almost every podcast now, but we're really getting close to um, Thanksgiving. So let us know, comment below, we, we want to do this thing for you guys, right? So th- here's something we were going to propose, and this is just came to my idea and up in my head. What is your family tradition, what you do on Thanksgiving? A little contest, I mean, we don't have a giveaway for anybody yet, but just a little fun fact for you guys, if you... Have something that you do for Thanksgiving. Take a, a It could be a selfie video, however you want to do it. Take a one-minute clip and share with us what you do on Thanksgiving as a family tradition on Thanksgiving, and we will be gladly to post it on our Instagram. Get this, y'all, over 1,647 followers we have on our Instagram right now. So it's a lot of people that want to hear your family tradition. So if you are that person that's not camera shy, Again, share it with us via Instagram because we want to get the word out for you guys. But Thanksgiving is around the corner and I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited. I'm really, really excited for Thanksgiving because, you know, it's the end, getting closer to the end of the year. You're spending Thanksgiving time with your family. So I I hope everyone will have a fantastic Thanksgiving when we get down to it. Um, You know, it's coming and then 2021 is going to be over and then 2022 is going to hit and it's going to hit us with a bang. So, of course, let's get on to the fun fact. Did you know I like to do this? You guys know what we do every beginning of every show. We like to do a fun fact for you guys because you guys really like these fun facts because I I try to keep it kind of educational. A little bit, but now you know, this is an educational kind of lesson here. I have it on my phone here. Uh, you know, I like to pull my notes from my phone. Uh, shout out to iPhone, Apple, uh, it's not really a sponsor, it's just one of the shout out, of course. Kleenex tissues were originally intended for gas masks, of course, when there it were when there was a cotton shortage during World War One, Kimberly Clark. And it's crazy that Kimberly Clark has been existing since then. That is a manufacturing company um, that I've actually, you know, when I'm back in my hotel days, we hosted them at our hotel properties we had. So I'm very, very familiar with Kimberly Clark uh, internally. I uh, developed a thin, flat cotton substitute that the army tried to use as a filter and gas mask. Of course, the war ended before scientists perfected the material for gas masks. So the company redeveloped Kleenex, uh, they redeveloped it to be smoother and softer than marked Kleenex as facial tissues instead. Kleenex, I use Kleenex in my house all the time. I really, I love Kleenex because um, if you ever get sick, and a little tidbit for my students out there, because I know it's getting... Um, a bit drafty outside. We're getting to the winter uh, season. I see a lot of kids getting a little sniffled, and I'm a little sniffy too because it's kind of a draft here. But uh, we're, it's getting colder. It's getting we're getting into the colder season, so uh, I do recommend a lot of students go out there and get your form of Kleenex because. It is getting cold. It is getting a little bit draftier. It's not the summertime anymore. And people can develop sickness when you're going from hot to cold really quick. So uh, I really recommend people going out and getting Kleenex when you can because it's one of those things that... You need it. You need Kleenex because it helps softens your nose a little bit. I wouldn't use regular. And some people use regular tissue to blow their nose, but if you have the option to get Kleenex, it might be better so your face doesn't irritate from the tissue. So Kleenex is the way to go. I recommend people going out to get a Kleenex. It's really interesting for this fun fact because. Um, I did not, first of all, I didn't know Kimberly Clark was in, in existence back in World War One. I. I had no idea. They must have, they've been around for a very, very long time. Um, but it's very interesting to know that they wanted to have this for a filter, for, fa- uh, for a face mask for World War One. So a little history there, a little bit of a history lesson for you guys, if you will. I always try to educate the minds here at, at Emory Systems because it's one of those things where I wanted to, uh, I like to educate. I like to educate. And really, I got a fun fact from the article, but I like to just read it for you guys and kind of let you guys take your own take on it and see what you think about that for sure. Moving next to our next announcements here today. Uh, I was going to have an equal Digest, but I didn't see their latest piece in my email today. So I don't think they have too much going on, which to be true, because... You know we're getting closer to thanksgiving a lot of students are taking finals right now and as we get wrapped up with the season get wrapped up for the semester things are winding down it's one of those those moments but um wanted to talk about this because this is something i've been actually I- i've loved for a long time and i told a lot of student <clears throat> workers that work under us um we were, one day we were talking about music and one of the things i like in terms of music i love edm i love RB, i love hip-hop But one genre I really do endure the most is K-pop. It's one of those things that K-pop is one of those things where it really really lightens my day. It really does. I watch K-pop videos a lot more often now than I ever have because music is getting better in k-pop style of things um i have to shout out these these groups that i listen to currently in k-pop of course stacy is one of the girl groups that i listen to uh, right now a favorite song by them is stereotype i've been listening to that song 100 times a day it feels like because it's one of those you know that k-pop group that's coming out and really starting to share a light to things so i do enjoy Uh, Stacy is one of those Black Swan I know Black Swan's been around for for, forever but it was this year's the first time I've heard well I've heard of Black Swan for a very long time but it's one of those things where I haven't heard of them until just this year so they had this most recent song um, come to me I think that's the name of the song from Black Swan and when I listen to that first of all They have a whole bunch of international singers that I appreciate the most. You have one from um, uh, Portuguese, uh, Brazil or Portuguese? Well, that's the language. Portuguese is the language. So Brazil, um, a singer that's in Black Swan, uh, you have one uh, uh, singer, um, Fatou. She is from Senegal. But, um, you know, of course, she lives in Korea because she has to, but she's, you know, black, you know. It's one of those things that I really like about Black Swan because, again, hits their title, Be Unique. You have all these international people uh, coming from all over the world, and I heard they're looking for another member. So, K-pop is one of those things that, you you know, people can't take away from it because I really, really endure K-pop. But the hints of this topic, of course, BTS Butter, new song Butter from BTS Top's hot trending song charts powered by Twitter, For the third consecutive week, of course, Billboard News, of course, um, Butter, um, BTS's new song, Butter. For the third consecutive week, BTS continues to dominate the Hot Trending Songs chart powered by Twitter with their Hot 100 number one hit, Butter, by BTS. They're doing it. Um, I listened to the song. I like Butter. Um, There's this other song they had out that came out currently that's on a phone commercial called Dynamite that I endure the most um so it's good to see that k-pop is getting first of all k-pop is getting widely accepted here in america and i'm very happy about that because it's one of those things where k-pop back in the day was not that accepted here in america so it's, it, it's, it, it, it really warms my heart when k-pop is getting more accepted here in the the states where a lot of people like myself really do enjoy k-pop and the culture of k-pop i like korean culture in general and asian culture in general so k-pop just really takes the icing of the cake when it comes to their songs um i black pink is one of them twice is another one Uh, those artists those producers though they're really doing it out really well for the k-pop stars and i it really warms my heart to see that k-pop is getting widely accepted i didn't really like so much when twice performed their latest song um, and Good Morning America, I think, got a lot of heat from this. They, they didn't really understand who the artists were. They didn't know the concept of the song. They just said, hey, another K-pop idol performs a song. They didn't even give them a name until they changed the title of the video. Uh, it's, on, it's on YouTube right now. And they got a lot of heat from K-pop fans because you just say, some oh, a K-pop uh, group's going to perform their hit song. And then they said something about "Cheer Up." as um, old songs, like 2015 songs, they're talking about that song. It's like, girl, that song is two—that's five years old. You need to talk about current songs that they performed lately. "Cheer Up" is a good song, don't get me wrong, but. They've made so much more music than just cheer up. So it's just, it it boggles me when when news anchors don't really research what they're talking about and they just go because they need to make a sale. Um, Not knocking it. You know, I wish I worked for Good Morning America. They're up there. I'm the, the MC podcaster here. You got people working for Good Morning America up here. I get it, but I really wish news anchors, whether you're a news anchor or a podcast anchor or a podcast MC, research your stuff first before you come to a mic and talk about something you don't know nothing about. That really rubs me the wrong way when podcasters, uh, talk show hosts, radio show personnels, they get on a mic and not knowing what they're talking about. They just get on the mic and say some absurd things that they have no research on and now it's making them look bad. So it's just one of those things. I, I just, I cannot stand it with a passion. I hope that they figured it out Uh, by now. And then Good Morning America, they know not to belittle names of K-pop stars because Twice, use them as an example, twice worked really hard within the last five years trying to make something of themselves in the idol world. So it's like disrespecting Blackpink. Now, if anyone come for any of my favorite groups, Blackpink twice, uh, Black Swan now is one of my favorites, Stacey's one of my favorite. If they come for those girls, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna riot because I'm a K-pop. Fanatic, first of all. So don't come after my K-pop because that's my thing. That's the kind of stuff I'm into. I'm very interested in that kind of culture. And if you come for that culture and you question that culture, I get upset. So don't do it, is what I'm saying. So continuing on here, KLP aftermath, live from studio. Of course, this virtual uh background. I really am looking, I'm looking at the camera. I really love this background for sure. Anybody seen that latest Spider-Man trailer? I know that's probably not going to be the title of this podcast, but I saw the latest Spider-Man trailer. And I have a lot of questions. Of course, I'm going to do another show to talk about it, but I thought it was fitting to talk about it here on KLV Aftermath. Um, the trailer came out yet uh, a couple days ago. The second trailer of Spider-Man of No Way Home where spider-man wants to undo the wishes of people finding out peter parker finding out that uh, spider-man is actually peter parker they want to peter parker played by tom holland they want to eliminate that from people's minds because it's a secret identity thing and now the word is out by mysterio hence he goes to dr strange to reverse the spell and put up a spell to make people forget things have happened of course the sinister six comes out you have the green goblin you have dr octavius and out to my surprise you have electro played by jamie fox now if you guys remember jamie fox played electro in the amazing spider-man 2 i want to say that's the second one Jamie Foxx made his first Marvel slash Sony appearance playing Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. So very, very interesting that he's crossing over now, coming back to that famous role. And I knew the Sinister Six was coming in this film, but I was not expecting to see Jamie Foxx playing Electro yet again and making it. He's going to be done right this time. So it's quite interesting because you have spider mans from the Sony universe and then you have the Marvel Cinematic Universe colliding kind of together together for this epic event um, of course we saw that in the trailer um, we didn't see and i'm not ruling out of course toby Maguire and andrew garfield's spider-man versions we're not excluding excluding them out yet because it's been rumored that you know since you have people like electro dr tabius from different universe of the spider-man timeline coming together in this epic movie it makes no sense not to have toby Maguire's version of spider-man and andrew garfield's version of spider-man not being in this movie now i don't know what's going on after seeing the trailer we didn't see toby Maguire. we didn't see andrew garfield that i know of so it got me kind of confused because it's like okay it got me questioning like wait are they in the movie or are they not in the movie because I, I, now i don't know so I think they might have signed... And here's my theory, and this is just a theory. This is not fact. I don't work for Marvel. I don't work for Sony, even though I wish I did. I'm just speculating here on the podcast, KLP Aftermath. I'm speculating that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield probably, A, signed a deal to not disclose of them in the trailer, but you we will see them in this movie. You have to go see the movie. That is a marketing concept to where they want people to come out to these movies to see this this movie now I'm going to go see Spider-Man No Way Home December 17th I'm going to go see the movie because I'm a huge Spider-Man uh, guy I'm a huge Marvel fan you know so I'm going to go and I told my brother that weekend because I think we're, we're the building's closed yes we're closing the building on the 18th well 17th uh, a little bit on the 17th and the 18th so uh, I will be able to go and see this movie and I said to my brother because my brother's best friend we go to movies a lot we're going to go see this movie, whether you like it or not. We're going to go see this movie. We need to go see this movie because it's the third Spider-Man. So it's a trilogy. So I'm very interested into this movie. I cannot wait until December hits back around so that way we can go see this movie. This has been the highly anticipated Spider-Man movie, I would say, of all time, because there's a lot of things, a lot of elements that we're missing that we didn't see in the trailer but we probably will see if you go see the movie and that's my, that's my speculation that's what i think happened that's what i think Toby McGuire and andrew garfield they say okay here's your contract we will not put you in you're in the movie but we won't put you in this trailer because we need to make ourselves this time so you're going to be in the movie you just won't be in the trailer and let the fans be surprised that's my speculation for this next spider-man movie because we didn't see them two in the trailer like a lot of people were anticipating for them to be in the trailer but we didn't see them in the trailer so that's just my speculation that's just what i think um It is is just my speculation. I'm very excited for that, uh, this movie to come uh, a part of uh, of things here. Now switching gears, ladies and gentlemen, this is the sports HD version of the podcast. You guys know how we do it. You guys have been enjoying a lot of the um, sports news we've been talking about, and this really crossed my, my desk. And I really wanted to talk about this because not only that I am a baseball fan, I am a huge fan of the softball sports. Of course, you guys don't remember, I filmed a lot of softball games back at George Washington College. We did a lot. We did a lot sports-wise with soccer, tennis, baseball, and softball. I have quite a few friends that played softball back at GGC, too. So it really got me inspired to talk about this. And you guys know how I do it. I like to talk about our women's sports because sometimes our us men, we, we don't really... We don't advocate women's sports enough that I think we should because the women, they go through a lot personally within their bodies, and now they're able to be athletes, and I think a lot of people, we tend to overlook them a little bit. So an indigenous women's softball team beats opponents of mushimo. of course, a Mayan team from a small community on the, and I might butcher these names because I don't know how to pronounce them correctly. You you just... Yuchateng uh, Peninsula has caused a sensation by excelling at, excuse me, excelling as its athletes play barefoot and wear traditional dresses, breaking barriers for every game. So here's a picture, of course, of this softball team that is set out in Mexico playing softball. And here in America, you know that if you're playing softball, you need... I'm trying to remember what our GDC softball team wore back in the day. Um, you would need some, I don't know what it's called. They, they have the jerseys, of course, but the pants, I guess they're just called bottoms or pants, socks, and then cleats. So you have to have your hair back. If you have a long hair, and I knew quite a, a few women that played GDC softball that had had their hair back. You have to wear your hair back and you have to be, you know, up up to, up to code to when you're getting ready to play uh, the game of softball. Here in this picture, it's quite amazing because in Mexico, these women are playing barefoot, wearing traditional uh, Mayan dresses known as... Um, hum, hum, if I pronounce... I might pronounce the same wrong. I'm sorry. But the Little Devils softball team smash smashes hits, snags, line drives, and dashes around the bases in sweltering heat. Because it's hot in Mexico. Trust me. I've been to Mexico. Cozumel, Mexico is the area I've been It's very hot in Mexico. Um, Smethering heat at the Pasilla jungle town. Of course, the team recently delivered a 22 and two thumping to its opponents in uh, the Feline. That's the name of the other team for other triumphal in a season that has made the little devils a national sensation. Of course, for not only their style of play, but also who they are. A group of indigenous women from a traditional community that once discouraged women for pursuing sports because again in different countries in different areas sometimes women are not in the greatest light when it comes to sports we they, they tend to get looked wrong we look at them wrong and it sucks that we are in this generation that there's there is a community that discourages women to play sports such as volleyball or tennis or even softball so which were seen as the providence province of men all right, it's just that's we, those guys—not <laughs> me in particular—but you know. And the Little Devils have new company the and I, Yuchuna y- 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 amazonias Yeah, I might b- butcher that. Who also plays shoeless in traditional attire and help uphand the sports culture and Yuchintan. So very, very interesting that women are going. First of all, women are going out for this sports, and I'm seeing the picture. These, these women, they're playing hard in, in dress, and it's hard to play in a dress. Not that I know anything about that, but I, from, from what I can tell, I know it can be a little hard to play in a dress, but these women are doing it. Of course, there's a quote here. Here, a woman serves the home and is not supposed to get out and play sports, said Fabiola Mae Chilum, the team captain and manager of the Little Devils, known here as uh, Los Diabellas. Uh, their name is Spanish. When a woman marries, she's supposed to uh, do ch- And I hate this because this is old tradition. And I, first of all, I hate old tradition. I really do hate old tradition. But um, you're supposed to do chores and attend to their husband and kids. We have decided a few years ago that that's not going to be, that's not going to impede us anymore from playing a sport when we want. Of course, there's another picture. There's the team captain. Uh, of course, Fabolo, Fabiola May Chulam. Of course, the captain or the team playing and then she's also wearing a traditional uh, dress as well so it it, it warms my heart to see things have this happen women are going out there and doing their thing and it really it makes me happy it really does make me happy to see women going out there especially in mexico to do this sport i would love to see them come to the states and compete um because i think that'll be a cool thing or uh, softball teams in america going to mexico to compete um, with different cultures. And I've seen that happen on the Instagram. Again, I got a shout out to GGC Softball because I see them go to Taiwan to compete in a, in with a Taiwan softball team over there in Taiwan. And they, it looks like they had a blast. So it really does warm my heart to see women's sports being innovative and they're changing the game yet again for these sports and really saying that women can play this sport too not just men so it's just one of those things that it, it wasn't hard it really does get to me and i really do uh, enjoy that the most so that's gonna wrap it up here on the podcast hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show please if you're watching the show version of the pod, uh, show version of klp aftermath please be sure to like comment and subscribe to our youtube channel and daily motion channel at klp entertainment if you're also watching sports hd on instagram please be sure to give us a like follow us on our instagram for Emory radio one of course emory94.6 the radio station our official instagram emory radio one follow that instagram and all of the other instagrams kop entertainment KOP photography and my personal uh instagram at kennedy lucas kop and also if you're listening to audio platforms of this podcast please share with your friends so that way you don't miss out on the next next episode but you can share with your friends and letting you know that we were live today doing the podcast. Of course, that's going to wrap it up here on the podcast. This has been KLP Aftermath. As always, I like to say, stay safe, and stay swanky.